happy, Vicky, just be happy with this quickie. It's playoff time, it's playing time, it's time to step it up a notch. And that applies for the Edmonton Oilers, it applies for your Vancouver Canucks, and it applies to me here on the Quickie. Let's step it up a notch here on the Quickie. One show on the Nux Misconduct Network. You know you get four shows on the network. Power the Towel with Nick Bondi, just had Eddie Lack on this week. Sipping on a 40 Canucks post-game show, and just a show. It's always on. Kyle's always pumping out Canuck-related episodes, engaging content. Kyle and I also do the Silky and Filthy podcast. That drops today. And of course, this, the quickie. All right. Well, in this world where games are coming at us a million miles an hour, it's hard to make content that's going to stay relevant for a long period of time if you're talking about these games. So today what I want to do is I want to look at the Canucks for both games three and four because we know they're going to at least be playing two more games. And there's a few things I'm looking for in these games based on what we've seen so far. Number one, and I called him King Louie in one of our Wake with Elias posts on NuxMisconduct.com. But how much ice time is King Louie going to get? And let me just explain why I'm going with the name King Louie, okay? Louis Erickson is one of the most resilient dudes in the hockey world. That annoying $6 million price tag, the fact that he's still a smart hockey player despite the fact that he delivers no offense, means he's somehow still in a top six role in the NHL in 2020. It's almost comical to see Louis Erickson in that role. I know it makes a lot of Canuck fans nervous. I'm not a huge fan of it either. I don't really like Louis Erickson's game as much as some people, but that's why I'm just a podcaster. I'm not an NHL coach because this weird combination of Pearson, Erickson, and Horvat, while the Canucks went 14 and three this season, a 17 game stretch where they were dominant. And guess what? That was the most commonly used line by Travis Green, Pearson, Horvat, and Erickson. So I'm watching King Louie to see how much ice time he gets tonight. He's not a guy you're going to notice making a lot of plays. He had the pick that helped Tanner Pearson create space for that first opening goal. He also had some turnovers and some not great plays as well. Just watch Louie Erickson's game and pay attention to how much ice time he gets. Again, he led all skaters, not just forwards, but defensemen too. He led all Canucks skaters in game two with almost 14 minutes of even strength ice time. Number two, it's the next man up mentality for the Canucks. And I don't know this for certain yet, but you would imagine that with Furland gone, with Godet and Toffoli possibly unfit to play, that Zach McEwen steps into the lineup for his first game in game three, and possibly he stays there for game four. What can Zach McEwen bring to this team? Is he going to look like the player that he was early in the NHL this season where he was a little tentative, a little turnover prone, or is he going to be that guy that we saw in the last dozen games of his 17 games this season where he was a physical force, he was tenacious at either end of the ice, he was someone who was inexplicably creating offense. The guy has almost 30% shooting percentage this season. I'm watching for Zach McEwen to see what kind of an impact he can have. 
Ferland, he was throwing the hits in game one. I don't know if any of them were incredibly noticeable. But I know Zach McEwen has the ability to play a little bit harder even than Michael Ferland, if possible. He's got the motor. He's got the drive. He's worked his ass off for this opportunity. Number three, and I'll preface by saying that we saw the Canucks top six breakout in game two. You want to see that going in games three and four. But the third thing I'm watching for is Quinn Hughes, baby. In games one and two, you know, Quinn Hughes, he hasn't been bad. But he just hasn't had those holy shit wowing you moments that he had throughout the regular season. He's playing against a wild team that capitalizes on mistakes. So maybe he's being a bit more tentative because of that. Of course, they have one power play goal in this series. Power play probably leaves a bit to be desired. The passing is just not quite as crisp. It's not, not quite where it was during the regular season. But power play or not, like this is Quinn Hughes' time to shine. I think we're going to see something from Quinn Hughes, a big moment or two before the series is all said and done. I'm watching for some Quinn Hughes magic, baby. Let's get it going. Enjoy games three, games four, Canucks Nation. This is what we've been waiting five years for. Let's go. Enjoy the hockey. And thanks again for listening to The Quickie here on the Nux Misconduct Network.